Hi, my name is Yemi, and I'm here with my co-host, Philia. Hey, guys. And welcome to Treading, Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to taking a deep dive into open, honest, difficult, and fun conversations surrounding everyday life and relationships while navigating the waters of faith. So, Philia, what are we talking about today? Well, Yemi, we are still in the season of the power of parables. And this is where we take a closer look at the parables of Jesus Christ and put a current spin on it. Now, Jesus had the wisdom to simplify these profound spiritual truths with humanity in forms of these relatable stories so that they're easier for us to understand. So the story today will be taken from Luke chapter 14, verses 7 to 14. It's called the parable of the lowest seat at the banquet. Now, I will be using the NIV version, but please feel free to use any version of your choice. And it begins. When he noticed how the guests picked the places of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited both of you will come and say to you, give this person your seat. Then humiliated you, you will have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the lowest place so that when your host comes, he will say to you, friend, move up to a better place. Then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Then Jesus said to his host, when you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives, or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed, although they cannot repay you you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Amen. Amen. Ooh, I really love, 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 love this one. You know, this <laughs> just reminds me of Thanksgiving. Okay. It reminds me of Thanksgiving because, you know, sometimes when you are having dinner, you might, let's just say maybe a neighbor or even just someone who who, you know, maybe just stopped by. You know how some people, they bring other friends over, you, you just feel so good that you're able to just give, yeah. you know? And I like this idea of being seated at the table and taking the lowest. It's like when you invite a friend, that friend is not going to sit at the head of the table, <laughs> right? They may even sit at the children's table, right? <laughs> because they feel like they're impeding on your dinner or your family function. And you now, who's the host, can be like, hey, why are you sitting over there with the little ones? Come and join us at the table. And this is why... You, you, you don't put, you humble yourself so that the host is the one that actually puts you in a place of, I would say, of, 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 of strength, of, of power and puts you amongst the rest. And this is kind of like how I feel the way God will do. It's like he sets our place for us at the table, but we Ooh. can't come there with cockiness. You got to come there humble because we're like, we're just happy to be in the room now if you want us, if you want to put us at the table, we will be most honored and grace, graceful for what you have done and for your mercy. So I, I, I like this. This is, this is really nice. <laughs> I, I, I like that you said um, 
that God does the place settings, mm-hmm. not you, right? right? Because you come in and you pick the best seat, mm-hmm. right? Like someone is celebrating and you're like, I want to sit next to the celebrant, right? Right. right. That means you want attention. Right. Yeah, honestly, it's it's kind of self-serving. Right. So God is saying, don't exalt yourself. Let the host exalt you. Let God exalt you. Let someone give you the praise. Let someone give you the honor. Don't do it yourself. Right. Like humble yourself. Right. Like, and when I thought about it, when Jesus tells this parable, he says, you know, don't pick the best seat right. because the host may come and say, uh, can, you, can you move to the kids' table, actually? <laughs> it's right. like, don't embarrass yourself. Exactly. Don't, embar- don't come here and embarrass Why yourself. Why are you here? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's so funny. Right. Like, recently, mm-hmm. I mean, not recently, but like mm-hmm. maybe two months ago, my mm-hmm. sister's baby shower, we go to her house to have dinner, and I sit at the head of the table, and I said, it's my turn to sit at the head of the table. Right, right. <laughs> because I'm me, right? Right. But I should be invited to sit at the head of the table. I'm afraid nobody's going to say, move, yummy, right? Right, 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 <laughs> But, right. you know, it's not, I chose my seat. But I could have easily been embarrassed right. when someone says, actually, the rules in the house right. is, and, I, and you know, I'd be, I'd be shamed, right? Mm-hmm. So don't go and embarrass yourself. Right. Let let the host, let God, the host, host of hosts, yes. shower you. Let him praise you. Let right. him give you um, flattery. And that's why he also says, when you have a party, don't just invite the people you know who invite you. Right. Invite those who cannot, cannot, who cannot give you anything. Right. Because that's the blessing. Will, right. That's mm-hmm. you're blessing them, right. and God will bless you. Right. Right. Imagine you being invited to a place that you didn't expect. Right. right. You, how, like how much surprise honored. and how honored you're yes. going to feel, right? This is what God is saying. He's saying these people who don't get, you know, who are not getting the invitation, make them feel right. special, right? right? Like that. Because that's what God does, right? right? You don't deserve to be at God's right. table. Right. Jesus made that possible for you. Yes. And even still, you still don't deserve you still it. Still don't. Correct. Right, right, right. Like, you're not Jesus. Like, right. you're not perfect. Right. You still don't deserve it. Right. But let them it. come and give you blessing. Right. I love this. Really, really do. And and I love the fact that you said, you know, you don't deserve this. You're undeserving of it. So sit yourself down at the lowest place, right? Have a seat in the, <laughs> the lowest part. And let the guest, let God say, no, 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 my child, come up. It's okay. You know, and that's why when you give it to the person who least expects it, right? That's where the humility you know is true. It's it it's it's pure, it's authentic yeah. because they're already not expecting it. Yeah. And I think that's the lovely thing because when you invite sometimes family, they feel that they are uh, um entitled. Yeah, entitled. Like, oh, this is my cousin's you know, my sister's uh, table. I have the right to go and pick whatever I want. I can sit wherever. Oh, this is where I always sit. You know, it's like, uh, 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 uh. It doesn't work. You know, this reminds me of, remember, you know, I'm always hosting these weddings. So at my cousin's wedding, this was the traditional African wedding. And I remember in the traditional African wedding, there's supposed to be somebody from the groom's side is supposed to represent the bride. And the bride's family was, was from America. And of course, you know, my cousin were from Sierra Leone. So this uncle or imam or, you know, everybody's uncle in our African community, our uncle and auntie, he's sitting at the table. Now, the bride's family, there were only about 20 people who came. And like the 220 came from my side of the family. So we sat them in the middle. So I said, excuse me, uncle, would you mind moving? This is for, I'm not moving. I mm. was like, oh God, here we go. Yeah. Mind you, he's like, I'm sitting right here. 
at the center of the table. And I didn't understand the arrogance. And it was just so embarrassing because the bride's family was standing in the corner. They didn't know how to respond. They didn't want to make a fuss. They were like, no, we'll stay in the hallway. I was like, absolutely not. And I think it was the same idea. It's like they wanted to humble themselves so much that not even be seen. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. So I brought them and I said, uncle, please, I'm begging you. They, there are only 20 of them. There are like 180 of us here that belong to the, to, to the groom's family. Would you mind at least moving over? If you don't want to leave the table, at least make room for them. And he said, okay, I can do that. But it's like, if I didn't do that, it would have been so embarrassing, mm. you know? So it's just interesting that entitlement of having to sit at the table, it, it, it could have been a disaster, but thank God it became inclusive and they were understanding of it, you know, but that's how I felt at that time. It was like, wow, like, how dare you take this place, take this, 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 um, attention, you know, almost like away from, from the most important guest in a sense. Self-serving. Yes, absolutely. Maybe so God isn't an African, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Because that is the opposite. <laughs> that is the opposite. God is not right, right, right. But yeah, like it's 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 self-serving, right, right? right? And you know, like you don't want to be humbled by someone. Humble yourself so that you don't have, have to, to get right. humbled, right? Yes. Because absolutely. getting that humility, man, I'm telling you, I've been humbled by my non-invitations as well <laughs> as my invitations, invitations right? Because sometimes I don't expect to be invited and I'm just like, wow, you considered right. me right. Uh, like what a privilege, like an honor that you thought me lucky enough to invite me. Right. And there have been places where I thought I should have been invited to and I wasn't invited. And I'm like, what? what? Uh, they didn't invite me. Right. Like, and I'm like, now you definitely not get invited right, when right, I right. do something. Right. God really, my own, my own comes soon. Okay. Uh -huh. But you know, it's, it's, it's kind of that, 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 that expectation, like when you expect it, right. And you're humbled, like, no, you don't get it versus when you don't expect right. it and you feel exalted, right? right? You feel so proud. I absolutely love this. Don't pick your seat at the table, right? right? And if you mm -hmm. do pick the lowliest seat, I mean, God is telling you, humble yourself. Imagine coming to God's table and being like, oh, no, I'm going to get at the right hand of God. And Jesus tapping you like... Right. Right. Bro, bro, I died. Relax. I died. Exactly. For you. Like, exactly. go to the back. In right. fact, I see all these other people who right. come before right. you, right? right? Like, you don't even, you're not even at this table. Right. You're at table number 50, 590, 70.2. <laughs> <laughs> the backpack. Because we can talk about you. We can talk about your <laughs> list of sins. <laughs> exactly. So in, like, this is like, imagine that. that and I, and I mean, this is about humility, it's right? It's about humility, 100%. This, yes. And and I love that when G, that even though Jesus is telling you, mm -hmm. like, you to humble yourself, mm -hmm. he's also in the same parable telling you how to exalt someone else. Right. So not just humble yourself, but how do you uplift another? Yeah. Right. And yeah. he specifically says, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who ever humbles himself will be exalted. So it's it's reciprocated. It's mm -hmm. not just you mm -hmm. doing it, but you're also doing it for someone else. And that's why they say, and you will be blessed because they didn't have the resources to pay you for you will be repaid in the res um in the resurrection of the righteous. Yeah. That is just a beautiful example of how to do to 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 do kindness to especially those who don't expect it from you. Oh yeah, that's I so mean, like, you, beautiful. You have you you should give. We should give, give. not expecting not expecting anything, anything in return. In return. And in fact, we should give to the people who cannot give us anything. Right, right? right. like 
personally, I don't accept stuff. Like when right. people give me stuff, I always feel like, oh, don't give me anything. Right. Don't give me anything because I don't want to feel obligated right. to give. Like I want to give from the goodness Good of my heart, heart yeah. and not because I feel obligated. obligated. So when I give, I want it to be special right. and meaningful and thoughtful right. and not because you just, you, you did it for me. So I have to do it right. for you. Right? right. And like, I think about like the Christmases, right? So, you know, you know, side note, Christmas is actually my birthday. And so Christmas is a the holiday we celebrate in my house, right? Like everybody gets gifts on Christmas. Everybody, people don't get gifts on their birthdays, but everybody gets Chris, gifts on Christmas. And I remember there was a time where I felt like, the, tr- the under the tree looks skinny, right? And you know, it's, it's not about, it's not about just giving, right? right? right. But I felt mm-hmm. like we needed to do more. Mm-hmm. So I went around the house and took people's, their own stuff and I wrapped it up for them. Oh. And when people, open, like people thought they had a lot of gifts and when they opened it, it was their own stuff. It just made it fun. fun. Right? Like the expectation wasn't about to get mm-hmm. gifts. The expectation was to have a good time with right. everyone right. and to laugh. And I just, that to me was a special Christmas wow. because it meant more that we got to laugh mm-hmm. and enjoy each other's company than what we get. Because you get stuff and you put it to the side. You don't really want it. You don't really need it. Right. So honestly, I usually tell people don't get me anything right. because people usually get me things that I don't want. Right. And I don't have the heart to tell people that I what I want because I want really expensive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I never tell them right. to get me that because that's what I really, really want. Right. And I'm just like... You don't give me anything. You can give me. You can give me a twenty dollars gift card, and right. I'd be so grateful. Because you're putting it towards something that you really want. Food, right? Talking about what you want. <laughs> Did you like that perfume that I purchased for you on your birthday on Christmas? I loved it. Excellent. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> I'm humbled by you, my love. <laughs> I mean, it was very thoughtful yes, for you to yes, give me a yes, gift, yes, right? Because yes, I didn't uh-huh. expect anything, right, correct, and I'm just correct. like, oh my mm-hmm. god, like Sylvia thought about me, yeah. like that's so fine, right? Because I really, truly don't expect anything, right. and I always tell people, don't give me anything, right? Because, but I'm always happy and grateful when someone gives me something because i think it's very thoughtful Thoughtful. like they went out of their way to get because you don't have to you don't have to give anybody but if you're doing things to get something in return that's let's feel would say that's weird And 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 right. Jesus is saying that that's the wrong right. way to have Weird, relationships, the way to go, right? Like this people. is the wrong way to right. have a seat at the table. Right. At God's table, God will exalt you. Right. You don't need to exalt yourself, and you don't need to do things. You don't need to trade up. You don't need to do things in return. Yeah. Do things for the people who don't expect it. Yeah. Do things for the people who cannot give you anything in return. And 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 not only will you be humbled by that, they will be humbled by that. It's such an amazing, honestly, that is a reciprocal exchange. Yes. Because not only do you feel good, they feel good, right? And they know they can't give you anything, so they don't feel like they have to, right? right? Because they know you did it out of the goodness of your heart. I love that. I love. I think that that's how humanity should Should be operate. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, it's it's. It's about being honored because you know you don't even have. And it's it's like when someone does something kind for you, you you're almost like crippled by it sometimes because it's like I can't I can't do anything for you. And it's like, no, it's okay. This is not why we do it. And that's why when people say, you know, even the holiday of Christmas is about giving and not receiving, it just feels good to do good. Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. Like those endorphins, those, those things that you feel the happy 
what they call it, the happy hormones that make mm -hmm. you, you know, it's just like doing kindness, doing something good makes you actually feel good. So really it's about those actions. It's about being humbled by and not expecting anything in return that, that should be the driving force on why yeah. we do the things that we do. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus isn't, Jesus is not impressed by you telling him everything you've done. Correct. Right. He's impressed. I don't want to know your list. <laughs> right? yes. You don't have to tell Jesus what you've done. Right. He, he knows. knows. He knows. Right. Right. And, and he's telling you what he's impressed right. by. He's impressed by you doing things for those who cannot do mm -hmm. for themselves or who cannot repay you in kind. And I think I, I need to work yeah. on doing that a little bit more. He like, do. I do. mean, there's thoughts in my head, like mm -hmm. that I want to do for things for, I want to do for people. And I don't know why I just, I, there's such a stall, right? right. Like I don't bite the bullet. There's a, you know, I don't, I have something in me that prevents me from going above and beyond. Mm -hmm. And, and even if I have a desire, I just don't do it. And I just, I don't know why, like there's someone right now that I want to give them a gift, right? Mm -hmm. They, you know, like they told me something that happened to them that was like bad and I want to give them a gift and I don't know what to give them. And I'm overthinking it. And by the time I get ready to give them the gift, it'll, I feel like it's too late. You can't like the time has passed. Right. Because I spent too much time dwelling right. and I just, want to be in a spirit of where like i just want to do something nice for someone not expect anything in return because i want to do it right. period and you know like even the africans who say soon will be your turn people will pay you i don't need anybody to repay me no. like i don't need you to invite me to your weddings or your sh baby showers or right. whatever you know if i invite you fine but the actual people that i want are the people that love and support me when i was down that's what matters to me. And maybe right. that's why God has given me all this time to right. like weed out all these that's other, other people. Cause right. you got me like, girl, you about to invite the whole world and you ain't got the coins for that. That's so true. <laughs> we don't have to work on slimming down your list right? and making sure that these people love and want to celebrate you. And, you know, and even inviting the people who don't expect the invitation that's true. because you know, I'm just, I just want to share with right, them. Right, I want right. to share something happy in my life with them. And I want them to come, come enjoy. Right. Nigerians, Africans will say, come and eat, right. come and enjoy, right. right. Come and have good life, right. right. Come and taste, right. Jesus also invites us to taste and see his goodness. Yes. If we just do what I he love asks us that. to do. Oh my gosh. Ooh. I love the fact that you said he is inviting us to taste some of that goodness, be at that table, you know, and honestly, he's a perfect example of this because he was sacrificed for our sins. We could never repay him ever. There's no amount of money, no amount of anything that we can do to repay Christ for what he has done for us. Right. But you know, the, the, the opportunity to be able to to do goodness and kindness that's all he wants to see is for us to be able to for him to see that it that investment has been returned in some form or fashion because it's never going to be enough mm -hmm. but he just wants mm -hmm. to see a semblance of it just try just try to be about that action you yeah. know try to be kind do for those who cannot do for you because really that is where you will be re rewarded yeah you know so so this, this parable is awesome. It is. It, it, it makes is. you I feel good. I think it's now the new one. <laughs> the new, new? The new, 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 new one. This is it's how we, we, we tell people about kindness, right? Like, what's your seat at the table? Right, right. <laughs> Don't embarrass yourself. Exactly, exactly. This is wonderful. Well, this was a great parable. Thank you, Philia. Yes. Um, we love discussing this with you. So stay tuned for our announcements and closing prayers. Amen.
Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today on the parable of the lowest seat at the table. We hope you enjoyed the discussion, but before we wrap, we have a few announcements and then we would like to close in prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next week with another podcast on the parable of the cost of discipleship found in the book of Luke chapter 14, verses 25 to 33. We will also be hosting our next Wisdom Wednesday live on YouTube next Wednesday, June 29th at 7.15 p.m. Eastern time on our YouTube channel, Treading Faith. Treading Faith is also our Instagram handle, so follow our IG page to keep current on what is happening with Treading Faith. Lastly, our podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, our website, treadingfaith.captivate.fm, and where other podcasts are found. You can subscribe and share with your friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Now let's join together in prayer. We believe in the power of prayer and specifically praying the text of the Bible. Because according to Isaiah 55, 11, God's word will not come back void. We also believe that our prayers are strengthened in number. So we ask that you come into agreement with us for this prayer. Lord, Father God, we give you glory and honor. We bless your holy name. We thank you for your presence, not just today, but in our daily lives. Matthew 18, 20 says, when two or more are gathered here in your name, you are present. Thank you, Father. We welcome you and we thank you. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to come together to learn from the parables of Jesus Christ, where we can use the valuable lessons and apply it to our everyday life so that we can walk the righteous path that you have set out before us, so that we can be more Christ-like as you have called us to be. Father, there's no greater lesson than the lesson of humility. Such a lesson is not always learned so easily. Sometimes we have to be embarrassed in order for us to be humbled. But if we follow the lessons the Bible gives us, Father, we will have no qualms. We will not be embarrassed because you have taught us that we must enter with a posture of humility. Proverbs 11.2 says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But when the humble, but with the humble, there is wisdom. Father God, I pray that we all accept wisdom. We choose wisdom over pride. We choose this not only so that we will not be disgraced, but Father God, this is the path you have set before us. This is the path that leads to the rewards of the kingdom of heaven. Proverbs 22, 4 says, the reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Father God, today we come before you to choose life. We choose the riches and the rewards that you have set out for us. If only we should follow the lessons and teachings in the Bible and of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Colossians 3.12 says, put on then as God's chosen one, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. We pray, Father God, that these qualities and attributes stick to us. We pray, Father God, that if we are struggling in any areas of our life to present compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, that, Father, that we don't learn these things through hard lessons by being embarrassed. But, Father God, we learn them because Jesus Christ has given us these parables. And that we learn them because the Holy Spirit is ministering to us daily, pushing us in the right direction to go. We thank you for the intervention of the Holy Spirit 
that can lead us to the path of righteousness and away from the, the path of disgrace, pride, and destruction. Finally, James 4.10 says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. Father God, we want to be exalted by you. We want a seat with you, near you, next to you. Father, your word says in this parable that we should seek out those who have nothing to give us so that when we set our table, we don't set a table of competition. We don't set a table of desires for, for anything in return, but we set the table with humility, with love, with compassion. Father God, I pray that each time each of us has a banquet table that we have prepared, that we remember those who cannot give us anything. We remember those who are not in a position to return the favor and we still invite them to our table. That Father God, that in order for us to live the righteous path, that we look outside of ourselves and our group to make sure that those, those who are just looking at us feel honored, feel exalted at our table, that we choose love and compassion to everyone so that there's no one ever at our table who may feel embarrassed, who may feel lowly. We want to spread love in the way Jesus has directed us. We ask you for forgiveness, Father God, for any times we have failed you in this aspect. We ask for humility to be our portion, patience to be our portion, kindness to be our portion, love to be our portion. We humbly ask these things. We come before the throne, Father, asking you to give us the direction, show us the way, and help us set course on the right path. In Matthew 18, 19, it says, if at least two of us agree on earth about anything we ask for, it will be done for us by our Father in heaven. So we come together in agreement in this prayer and we say, amen, amen, amen. In the name of our Lord and Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We'll see you on the next one. We love you. Bye.